Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Uh, Matt, how are you? Robbie, I'm good. This episode is, is confusing. It's giving me many confusing feelings that I'm not sure how to process. Hopefully, you can help me work through these confusing feelings. Why are you confused? This episode's the best episode ever made. It's new number one. Wow. Okay. Then I'm really confused. <laughs> I may be telling a fib there with that maybe might, might be doing a bit i might be doing a bit matt hi guys we are radio by supporters on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only two hours a month you can access to all of our bonus material bunch of bunch a bunch of bonus podcasts we have a person to thank matt oh fantastic i'm so sorry that on this episode there's way worse episodes they could be on honestly <laughs> that is true uh anthony carpinetti thank you anthony thank you anthony this episode is There's Something About Marrying, episode GABF04, originally aired February 20th, 2005, written by J. Stewart Burns, directed by Nancy Cruz, received a 5.9 rating with 10.39 million viewers. Uh, the couch gag family dressed as hockey players, skates around the living room holding the Stanley Cup. I think it's really funny that Matt, in Matt's description of the couch gag, he does not mention the Stanley Cup. He just goes, they're hockey. Like- don't care. They're hockey players. They're missing teeth. That's the entire. They're game. carrying this. It's the Stanley Cup, Matt. How I di- don't one, care. Wha, 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 wha. How dare you? Most prestigious. Okay. How dare you? You're like the commissioner of baseball. Basically, yes. I'm the commissioner of all sports. I don't care about the actual sports themselves. Just how to make money from them. No commissioner. Well, I mean, that's that is probably true about the commissioner of baseball. But he called it famously, infamously, after the Houston Astros won the championship, then was revealed they cheated. Uh, the commissioner of baseball uh, said, uh, described the championship trophy as a piece of tin. Oh wow! And. Uh, it upset. Why, did he it, not want to take it away from the Astros? He's like, oh, no, they no, they still have the champion. They didn't. They, they did not. They didn't strip them. Um, they got punished in other ways, but they did not lose their championship. But also, uh, if the commissioner of the NHL described the Stanley Cup as a piece of tin, uh, he Gary Bettman would, it would be, be found in pieces. Yeah, he would be streets of like Detroit or Toronto he'd be, or something. He'd be ripped out of his home. Um, okay. Oh, this episode. Um. This episode it is the Patty coming out of the closet episode. It is the gay marriage episode. So everyone knew about it beforehand. Uh, mm-hmm. like it was a big deal back in the day. I remember that. Yeah, there was there was it was they 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 advertised they marketed to people knowing like the hey someone's coming out of the closet. Who's it gonna be? That was the big marketing angle for this episode. Uh, and people went back and forth. You know. I mean, really, your only two options were Smithers or Patty. I mean, it doesn't stop people from guessing other characters, though. That it didn't, you know, just like just like uh, who shot Mister Burns. You know, you could narrow it down to certain suspects, but you know, they're still going to guess the ones that are further out there. Um, because this is in the eve of uh, gay marriage um, in San Francisco, um, so they wrote an episode about it. I'm. This is a difficult episode to review. I'm going to say all this up front. This, episode, this is a different episode to dissect. Difficult episode to review. There's only there's our, there's a few things that I am very adamant about that are bad. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's the thing about this episode is if you compare this episode without its content to any other episode, it's decent. It would probably go in the middle of our rankings because 
It is one story throughout the entire thing. Uh, there is a inciting incident, but really it's like there's one inciting incident to inciting incident, and that's it. There's no like string of weird crap that happens. It's uh, Bart and Milhouse do something bad uh, that causes the actual plot to begin. Um, although it kind of meanders a bit in the middle because you realize that there's a, a second plot that involves the, the same sex marriage. And then that falls up to the Marge and her sister thing. But those two are in my mind, fairly well woven together. And one follows pretty, uh, capably from the next, but yeah. when you get down to what actually happens in the episode, yeah. Yeah, especially the ending. Oh my god, that's oh, the worst. Yeah. That's the worst thing. But and and it does it challenges Marge's character in an interesting way. You know, I I was actually kind of I had forgotten everything that happened about this episode. Man. I'm pretty sure I watched this at one time. I think I watched this and then the adoption episode. Oh, Goo Guy Pan. Yeah, I think I had watched them because, like, obviously, like, because I wanted to know, like, how did the Simpsons deal with this? Is it going back? But then I forgot everything about them. I don't remember anything that happens in those episodes. And I was like, oh, Marge, it's it's not, it makes Marge, it gives Marge a flaw, but not one that is, it's not some weird, insane thing. It is a kind of normal, she behaves normally for the most part. It's kind of a little bit of, there's a tenuous awkwardness to her behavior. Um, but I was going to say, this episode is difficult to discuss because I'm trying, you know, it's made in 2005 and 15 years ago. And I think I'll, some of the things in this episode feel awkward now and are, would never be acceptable now in an episode about gay marriage in a popular sitcom but i'm trying to think of 2005 like was it like it was people applauded it then to a certain extent um there wasn't this there it, you know i think it also speaks how far we've come in that short amount of time you know gay marriage is now just acceptable i mean there's still a lot of people who hate it because they're monsters but uh there's not there's not legal obstacles now for it. And there is a certain, there's a question of like, well, should we applaud the Simpsons for just having an episode about it at all? You know, confronting the issue and ultimately, yeah, I don't think that's what we should do. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a degree of it. I'm not saying we should just like, you know, applaud them just for making an episode. I think there's, and a lot of it I think is completely acceptable, but the way they go about it, I think is what gets it, gets to me in the end. The episode begins, like with Matt said, Bart and Milhouse pulling a prank. Uh, they tie a beer on the street to a string and a watermelon is going to smash a person who grabs a beer. Barney is the first one to get it, but Barty does like some gymnastics trick, grabs the beer without getting smashed by the watermelon. And so Bart and Milhouse are upset. Everyone in town is kind of smart to them. They know that these guys are around and they understand that it's whenever you see something that's too good to be true. It, it might be too too good to be true. So they need a new target. And basically, right as they say that, a guy falls off of a turnip truck in front of them. Literally off of a turnip truck. I mean, sure. I mean, if you want to be as... <laughs> all, uh, the, all the nose as possible. Yeah. There's multiple of those jokes on this, too. Like, there's there's this joke. He falls off the turnip truck and later gets back onto it to leave, I should add. Um, there is a joke uh, in a bit where Homer sh holds up a hand-drawn map of his, a hand-drawn celebrity map. 
Oh, God, yeah. And holds it to the camera for a few minutes. Not a few minutes. Like, 15 seconds. But then he's like, hey. And he, like, he's speaking directly to the audience. He asks, hey, did you have time to read that? Like, directly. Just like, hey. Acknowledging that there is Lisa uh, asking him, but why are we in our Sunday's best Simpsons outfits? It's just, like, these deliberate nods to the camera. Deliberate nods yeah. to the audience. Um, They're fine. <laughs> That's my... They're fine. Uh, but this guy's name, Matt, is Hal Huser. Now you'll uh, go, yeah. what is this guy? Did you know any did you know what this guy was? What he's a nod to? Uh no, I, I did not. He's a real he's based on a real man. Oh wow, really? Named Huel Hauser. Oh wow. That's I don't think you guys changed the name enough. <laughs> he is uh I think the the, the thing I think I, I don't know if anyone who doesn't live in in California or even Southern California knows knows this man, but he was a Southern California uh, television personality. He was on on California PBS for years and years and years, uh, and mostly just visited places. He did lots of shows like tourism shows that or or local local I don't know personality human interest stuff where he would go around southern california visit places talk about people that kind of stuff um he has since passed but he was a very i'm assuming he is a a, a, he was probably a well but he was a very positive man and that's largely what we get from this guy is that he just is nice he's a super very naive very super nice guy who just believes these boys are good and will do the nice thing for him but they lie to him smiling for like 42 years he says it's yeah. like uh, okay uh the, boy, the boys leave him on a tour and uh we see uh, them basically just prank him over and over and over again we see, <laughs> they go to the lake that abuts to if it's not really a lake it's like a pond that abuts to the nuclear nuclear plant and it's full of blinkies which you're like okay blinky yeah blinkies established uh-huh. And oh, yeah. then he goes to feed Blinky, or a Blinky, and there's, like, a giant orange creature from the Black Lagoon type guy who walks yeah. out of the water and just beats him with, like, a stick. Yeah, it's like the Blinky is the top half of his head, and, and he comes out, and, and the rest of it is a humanoid body, and I just, no, no, denied. <laughs> I, it's, You've lost all privileges to make new characters now. I think, Matt, it's just like, I think that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. There's a giant monster. And he just, that's, we accept it. Uh, but eventually, he gets sent over the edge by some trick gum. He yells at the boys and leaves town on, and he shames them. That's, they make a big point about him shaming him, them, and the town. And then uh, he leaves. Cut to a few days later with the family watching television. We learn that. Hal Huser is a reporter for television. Up next on the Soft News Network, let's hear from our own wide-eyed wanderer, Howell Huser. Uh-oh. I've ambled and rambled across this country and never found a town I didn't like. Till now. And the name of that town is Springfield. <gasps> I was attacked, humiliated, and fed misleading gum. I give Springfield the lowest rating I've ever given a city, a 6 out of 10. I hope this bad publicity doesn't affect tourism. Some bad news for you, Lisa. 
and we finally get to the <laughs> like the actual almost point of this episode. Not quite yet, but we're almost there, man. Um, yeah. but we get we montage of the Springfield's just empty now. Apparently, all the all these tourists were in Springfield, and that's what gave them a bunch of money. And you're like, huh? Okay. Yeah, they, they they pan around to the the town, and it's just like shut down entirely. Like, okay. I didn't really think of Spring. I didn't never thought of Springfield as a tourist attraction, but right. Sure, fine, fine. So the town is struggling. We have a town meeting with Mayor Quimby asking everyone for suggestions, and Lisa suggests legalizing same-sex marriage. We need to bring tourism back to Springfield. As usual, I will open the floor to all crazy ideas that jump to people's minds. Stronger beer! Gladiator fights! Poetry slam! Giant rats! I have a real suggestion. Yarr. Why don't we legalize same-sex marriage? We can attract a growing segment of the marriage market and strike a blow for civil rights. Yeah, them gay guys got lots of disposable income. I can serve fancy drinks and charge ten bucks a pop. What's in a martini? Gin and vermouth. And that makes a what? A martini. Never heard of it, but I'm still in favor of that same-sex marriage deal. Then it's settled. We'll legalize gay money. I mean, uh, gay marriage. I propose we also legalize gay funerals, starting with this guy. I'm not gay. I'm nothing yet. Okay, now let's say I put a lean cuisine in a blender and I pour some beer on it. What do you call that? A lean cuisine? Wrong. Oh, why? You are having enough trouble with this episode as is. Why these terrible drink jokes with Mo? I just... <laughs> I, Matt, 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 here. This is... I'm my honest... Like, they're fine. They're fine. They're not that bad. Lean cuisine I'm like, that's oh, fine. Fair enough. Fair I think enough. it's the... I don't know, Ant. There, this is a thing that, aside from the terrible ending, that I'm also mixed feelings about, um, is the Nelson joke about there. Nelson, that Nelson joke we here just heard is kind of emblematic of a lot of the humor in this episode. You know, uh, yeah. It is. Whereas it is positing the the this, I guess the the criticisms of gay marriage, of same sex marriage. Of, of you hear from critics, critics, or I would call them mm-hmm. bigots, but whatever. Uh, of oh, we'll just have gay like that, like I, I get you know, I've I've heard growing up in rural Florida, I have heard jokes like, well, soon they're gonna have gay, fe-. like I've heard that joke probably a thousand times in my life, and you're just like, oh my god, guys, this is okay, that's not. That, that makes no sense. That doesn't make any sense. It's not the same thing. Uh, but it's there's a lot of things like this. There's a whole scene later on about uh, them going to the news and people going, now anyone can get married to anything. And the, it, it I, it, you know, at one point you're like, well, if we're going to have an episode where Springfield has the schism between some people who support the idea and some people are against it. What are you going to have the people in the against it say? Of course, they're going to say the things that people in real life say. These ridiculous claims. So you're like, okay. But then you hear, like I was reading up on the episode, and how there were actually some conservative Christian groups that 
actually like this episode because they think it's on their side. Yeah, I don't know why they would think that, quite frankly, but... <sighs> well, it's those jokes, man. It's those things like that where they're like, oh, yeah, they're they're saying the same things we're saying. We agree with them. Yeah, you're right. It just sucks because, no, well, <laughs> screw them. I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's it, like, how much do I blame The Simpsons for that? Like, th- it's not... Right. Their claims are absurd, and I don't think The Simpsons are... I don't think, honestly, that The Simpsons are doing... Are try- like I don't think for a fact that anyone making The Simpsons agrees with them. Uh, I think the, the the that the people making the show honestly supported gay marriage, and we're just you know using these you, trying to demonstrate their absurdity. But it does. There's also like how they portray some of the gay couples. You're just like guys. That's not. Yeah, that's that's stereotyping. That's and, not. Um, it's very bad. So uh, we get that bad. Drink, we get the the lean cuisine joke. Matt's favorite. Matt loves that joke. He's gonna get a tattoo about it. His first of tattoo. Of course, is I'm gonna, gonna make one as soon as I get out of here. Yeah, we're gonna go to tattoo parlor. Matt's gonna wear a mask for three hours while he gets that tattooed on him. Uh, we get a commercial. Five minutes and twenty one seconds. And when we come back, we get. Um, the commercial that uh, they have for uh, their new tourist thing. When my man and I shopped for wedding gowns, we were mocked and shunned and pushed around. But yesterday we found a place to be gay. I'm going to marry my Harry in Springfield Town. Gay, oh, it's okay, oh. Tie the knot and spend all your dough. Gay, oh, come stay, oh. Visit our website for further info. Springfield, a place where everyone can marry, even dudes. We're just off Route 202. Do not take the Jefferson Avenue exit. For God's sake, do not take that exit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with this? What's wrong with this, Matt? You, you sound you sound consternated. Even dudes. I I know it's supposed to be a send up of small town attitudes. I just. I don't know. It bothers me, but that that was 15 years ago. I would hope things uh, have improved since then, even though I know lots of places where they haven't. So <laughs> uh, that's Springfield's new thing, and all these gay couples show up. The next scene is just they're just, they're just driving in. They're like, "Yay, we can we can get married here." Uh, however, Reverend Lovejoy, who apparently runs the only church in town, uh, refuses to marry a- a- any uh, any gay couples. Uh, I guess there are no synagogues, no mosques, anything of that type who are open to that sort of thing. It's just Lovejoy. He says that, oh, you know, it's uh, it's against the Bible. Uh, Marge points out that, uh, well, you know, a lot of biblical scholars disagree about that. How about you point me to the, the, the spot in the Bible where you say that it says it and Reverend Lovejoy just rings the bell. I uh, That's a, the best bit in this whole episode, Matt. I'm going to oh, say for sure. it's I was gonna really say, good. This is the only part where I'm like, okay – this is really funny, and it's a good send-up of a certain sect of Christianity. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's it, just put it that way. And I think this is – this is the I, – I largely think that this is The Simpsons, the people behind the scenes, putting their cards on the table where they are, yeah. like, clearly, like, here. Like, even if this is your the, – the, the, your criticism of it, she, Marge is a religious person, and uh, – of all of the people in the family, she is the most Christian, and her and her being that, and I think having her the focus of this episode is very smart. And if the episode ended differently, I think it would be great. Uh, but unfortunately, it doesn't. So 
having her just go up to Lovejoy and be like, here, there's actually many religious scholars who disagree about all these different points of contention in the Old Testament and about how it doesn't really ever actually say anything about, you know, same-sex marriage. And also, I don't mean that's, I would make other arguments, but I'm I'm not going to, you're arguing with a book that was written thousands of years ago, guys. Come on, like, I don't, you're allowed to, you don't, you're allowed to, like, change over time. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's the, okay. The to, it's okay to do that. You're like, oh, it's thousands of years ago. Now in in 2020, it's okay to not, even if you are Christian, it's okay to be like, oh, I recognize the fact that those people lived many different, many, 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 many years ago, and subculture was entirely different. I'm allowed to adjust and change. But this is yeah. this is a genuinely good scene that is genuinely funny. Yes, and and thankfully, uh, it's uh, it leads to one of the sillier things in the episode uh, because this this basically goes out and says, okay, uh, Homer decides that he's going to completely change his opinion of gay marriage because at this point he is holding a sign that says, you know, Homer against gay marriage, something like that. And oh, there's one of you made. Well, Homer goes and gets ordained, um, and we see Homer be the rest of the episode basically be incredibly offensive. Uh, and rude and stereotypical, but in a supportive way, which is <laughs> awful, but also realistic because I've known people like that. Uh, they're on TV all the time somehow, <laughs> but that's basically where it goes. Uh, we see Julio uh, from Three Gays of the Condo. He marries a guy named Thad. I should mention Homer sets up a chapel in the Simpsons garage where he marries everyone. I like the little. That the, I, I like the little little chapel. I'll say that the chapel you. is cute. I also think it's really funny, like how he gets ordained. Um, he just goes online and prints out a collar. Uh, hey, guess what, Matt? I'm also ordained. I am a minister. Well, that's great. So is my wife. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have, I have performed a wedding. So is she. Exactly. Apparently it's it's the cool new thing to do when you're bored. You uh, you get out there and you. Uh, I didn't do it. I did. I, I didn't do it. I did it because I was asked to by my friend. I did not do it just for 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 fun uh he my friend asked me to do it so that uh i don't know i had my when i was married it was my 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 wife's aunt who performed the ceremony she was she is also ordained so i don't know if it's cool it's just a way to make it like personal so i don't have some right i'm not gonna ask some weird church guy i don't know to be my hey this is a very important ceremony that this very important symbol for my relationship with this person um i don't i don't know you weird church guy so i'm gonna get like if you obviously if you go to church and you have a relationship with someone that's probably the good choice but i don't have one so hey this person i know who i like a lot they can be the person who does it homer is not that person matt homer, homer is definitely homer is not. a capitalist he he recognizes a gap in the marketplace I love how you said a gap in the marketplace. That's and he, and he, he fills does. that gap. Please continue. And he does. Okay. So uh, Homer gets the point where he has married everyone. Uh, and then he checks out his options like a good capitalist would. Okay. What's next? Adam and Steve or Madam and Eve? Homie, you married every gay couple in town. Eh, uh, what can I say? I love love. Well, all you can do now is wait for some other guys to turn. Hmm, where's Lenny and Carl? Don't you push them. They've got to work that out for themselves. Oh, 
but I'm only $200 short of $14,800. Well, what about people of the opposite sex who want to get married? Opposite? Yuck! I mean, a man and a woman. Hmm. Well, maybe marriage isn't just for gays. What's that thing called when a guy is gay for a girl? Straight! <laughs> oh, look at me! I'm as straight as a $1 bill! La-dee-da! Ooh! So, yes, as we see, Homer is not at all helpful, but sure. I, I, uh, I, I'm i going to say, like, you're right. Homer is a terrible jerk this entire episode. But yep. I do really think that that Lenny Carl bit is also Marge. Like, oh. hey, let they need to figure that out, all right? You don't. Don't. In, that in, is the entire reason I captured this clip, because I was like, okay. You got it. That's that's the one joke that's worth it. Well, the, the, it's just openly acknowledging, but also, you're know, like, hey, let, let them be. You know, they'll figure it out. Um, yeah, Homer's... A, a, it's, But again, like, it's... I don't... Homer doesn't bother me. Like, I see a lot of the criticism of this episode, and it's very much like, Homer's terrible. But I'm like, he doesn't really bother me in this, because it, it feels like Homer to me. This I'm like, he is being a jerk, but it's not... One, it's not to really to the family. Um... So I don't largely Homer can be a jerk to outsiders. Uh, he's a jerk to Patty, but he's always been a jerk to Patty for the entire history of the show. He's been a jerk to Patty and Selma and they're mean back to him. So I don't really care about that either. So, yes, um, at this point, we get Homer going on television uh, to promote his stance that anyone can marry anything. That's his new thing is that, oh, I've married all the gays. Uh, the straights have other places to go. I am going to let anyone marry anything. And we get to see Reverend Lovejoy. Uh, basically give his position and and ken brockman being like whoa hold on you you can't just wear anything to anything and we also get uh, a crusty bit with the whatchamacarcus sandwich that is not really funny um uh, matt you disagree with me there i uh, no, i'm kind of uh, anytime i'm i think the crusty bad terrible merchandise whatever a food item or a or <laughs> any time I'm kind of down with that joke, and Krusty's like, okay, we took non-diseased meat from diseased animals. I It got me, okay? I'm like, I don't, I think this episode is funny. That's what I'm kind of mixed about it, is very much, I do think this episode is very funny, and the plot largely works until the end. I also find the scene where Homer marries Reverend Lovejoy to his Bible very funny. I... He's like, oh, you you love your Bible, huh? Well, why don't you marry it? And you're the wife. I I, married. And that's, okay. I'm, like, it's clearly not saying this is a genuine, it's clearly making fun of this. Like, I, it, this is not, this is not, uh, this is when, like, The Simpsons doing satire works for me. This is clearly The Simpsons going, look how ridiculous this argument is. Of course, people aren't going to be able to marry their marry inanimate objects or the or the ideas of things. It's a ridiculous argument. And I think this Homer telling a reverend to marry his Bible, I find it when it's like, oh, it's Reverend Delroy being a bigot. Uh, I And Homer's like, well, won't you marry your Bible? I think that's very funny. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, it makes sense in terms of an actual criticism. Uh, so at, at this point, Homer is—he's a jerk, but he's a jerk for the right cause, which doesn't make it right, but somehow makes it less eh, Matt, horrible. Nah, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm for it. if you're a jerk for the right cause. Yeah, that's okay. 
All right. I mean, that's 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 fine. And sometimes that is called for. Uh, we can definitely agree about that. I, um, I, I'm like, at this point, Matt, sometimes I think we need more people being jerks for right causes. It seems to be the only you, way to get things done. That is definitely true. Uh, it depends. Uh, yeah. My biggest problem is people who are jerks to people who are mostly on their side but different one tiny thing if you're going to be a jerk to somebody who's a complete opposite on uh, your of your position that's fine well, but don't be that's... a jerk when you agree 90 percent of the way no i mean i don't think homer and reverend lovejoy agree 90 percent of the way oh no no not those two no, no that's that's not how i'm referring to okay okay so uh at this point uh we have homer being like oh yes this is great uh i'm marrying anyone to anything and then the doorbell rings Hey, saturated fats, I came to ask you a favor. Let me get my belt sanded. Maybe I can grind the ugly off your face. Very funny. I wasn't joking. I'm getting married, and I need you to perform this ceremony. Oh, you're getting married? Patty, that's wonderful. So tell, tell, who's the lucky man? What does he do? <gasps> Let me guess. Mm, does he work in customer support? You can guess all night and never get it. <sighs> Her name's Veronica. But Veronica's a girl's name. Did you know that? I'm marrying a woman. I'm... I'm gay. You're not disappointed, are you? Oh, no. No, no. No, I'm just... surprised. <laughs> yeah, big surprise. Hey, Marge, here's another bomb. I like beer. <laughs> I mean, Homer's not wrong. <laughs> No, uh, I mean, it's it's not like I don't know. And the I guess we'll talk about it in the next scene, honestly, Matt. But come on, there's it's kind of a go ahead. Just we'll I, I'll, so we... yes, yes. Uh, at this point, um, we go to a commercial break, and that's it. The third act is entirely Marge trying to come up with a a way to respond emotionally to what she has learned. Yeah, we come back from commercial 11, 11 minutes and 55 seconds. So that's it gives us, you know, a good long third act for us to unpack Marge's feelings about this. And I think the way they confronted this, like the way they set this up is really good because it's we see Marge openly defend it up until this point. You know, she literally she walks. She's the only person who goes up to Reverend Lovejoy and challenges him directly about his beliefs. And so she clearly is on the right side until in the abstract in the abstract until she's confronted by her sister being gay being wanting a, 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 a same-sex marriage and, and i i think uh this is a very interesting reversal from what happens to a lot of people who are against an issue until they know somebody who is involved with it and then that can soften their position and it's interesting to see marge do the opposite of that basically yeah it's it 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 I mean, I, I think it though both of those things are common, I think both of those those issues, both those both those uh, situations are common where it is until someone is confronted by something in their personal life until they see an abstract problem that or an abstract issue that they're against until it affects them personally, then they suddenly have to change mind. I think it also happens in reverse where you support something in the abstract until it happens to you. And then you're like, oh, suddenly I'm not so sure about this. Right. And Marge is that issue where she's like, oh, suddenly it's my own sister. Oh, now it's not other people doing this. Now it's my own family. I will be attending this wedding as a guest, as perhaps a uh, even a 
you would think that Marge would be a bridesmaid, but whatever. Um, yeah. We don't have to. We, there's not enough time for that. That uh, <laughs> there's not enough. To, and to be fair, this episode does not waste time. I'll say that too. There's not a bunch of filler. Like the the first act is relatively short, and like you said early on, it gets to this plot relatively fast. So I when whenever I say oh they don't have time, I mean they really don't have time. They they cram the episode pretty full of stuff. So. The family, uh, Marge, has invited Patty and her fiancé over for dinner to, to, for her, I think, for Marge to be, to be kind. Marge is trying, you know? I think she has these feelings of she's unsettled inside and unsure about herself, but she is trying to be opening and welcome, you know? Um, so she invites Patty over, and we get a scene with, uh, with Patty and her fiancé at dinner with his family. Why are we dressed as Sunday Best Simpsons for dinner with Aunt Patty? Because she's bringing over someone very special. Her fiancé. Is this one of those reality deals where a guy gets a million bucks for marrying Aunt Patty, but they have to honeymoon in a box full of snakes? Son, that's the stupidest idea I ever heard. And I know exactly who would pay top dollar for it. You've reached Fox. If you're pitching a show where gold-digging skanks get what's coming to them, press 1. If you're pitching a rip-off of another network's reality show, press 2. Please stay on the line. Your half-baked ideas are all we've got. Actually, your aunt is marrying a very lucky woman. I thought you said Aunt Patty was just waiting for the right man. As opposed to you, who grabbed the first blimp that floated by. Correction, the first blimp who got her pregnant. Seriously, Dad, I'm worried. You should go on a diet. Why, you little... <laughs> Save my place. What <laughs> This is my fiancé, Veronica. It's a pleasure to meet you all. So, Veronica, what do you do? I'm a pro golfer. No surprises there. Such a great joke. It's those types of jokes. Yeah. That are, the, like, they're, they are, they're throughout the episode, and you're like, it's those jokes where you go, oh, you're trying to have your cake and eat it too? Where you're like, oh, we want to be progressive and highlight this issue, but also we're going to make these very stereotypical jokes. Like, oh, she's a pro golfer. And you're like, okay. And then it makes the reveal later even worse uh, in retrospect. Um, so we see, uh, we have a scene with them um, on dinner, and Marge is kind of not okay with it, it turns out. Like, she's trying, but it's, it like, Patty consents. Marge's problems and effectively just is like, don't come to the wedding if you're not okay with it. Which is weird because it's taking place in their house, but in the, or their garage, I guess, the little chapel. But don't come into your garage if you're having if you have a problem with our marriage. Which is good because I I, I understand the need for family uh, to to appreciate each other, but I I really respect Patty for saying, look. I know you love me, but if you're just going to tell me that you don't agree, don't bother showing up. And I'm, one of the best parts now is, is Marge then shows up, but for different reasons, as we'll see. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, uh, we have a, I have a little clip here. Marge showing that she's kind of a hypocrite. And Homer, I had Homer having a little, uh, a, a little dream sequence uh, about himself. 
Oh, Lord, please help me say the right words this afternoon as I consecrate another gay union that angers you so. And please let thy Holy Spirit open the heart of my wife. Amen. I just can't believe my sister would keep me in the dark all these years, then expect complete acceptance on the day she gets married. You handsome devil! Someday they'll let you and me get married. Can you imagine the children? Oh, I love you, Homer. Oh, I love you too, Homer. Oh, Homer. Hey, look, it's the what might be the worst part of the episode. No, Matt, this is not the worst part of the episode. You're right, it's, it's not. not but, oh, close. it's so dumb. It's so not even dumb. close. I, I'm fine with Homer having having a, having a vain daydream about himself. That's not, it's harmless, ultimately. Um, I forgot to mention earlier, the, the Marge has a, a flashback like of things that would tip her off. That Patty is oh, that gay. gay. That was, yeah, well, it was way back when. Yeah, and including a, a shot of her seeing Patty making out with a lady, a girl outside of a movie theater. And I'm like, really, Marge? Like, I, and I don't, that's the writers. Like, why would you put that in there? That just makes it look, Marge looks like an idiot. Like, what are you doing? That's not a good joke. It's too, it's too dumb. Um, So, we, we, it's the day of the wedding. We are... We're kind of jumping around. We see this scene here with Homer and Marge. We see Selma and Patty alone. Where Patty Selma's like, "Oh, I, I'm going to miss you. I, what are we? What are we going to? What am I going to do without you? You know, we've been, we've had each other for our whole lives." And then they talk about, you know, how many times Selma has been married, and turns out she just also married Disco Stu, who got the wedding annulled by the Pope himself. <laughs> Who is it? so I guess either Disco Stew or Patty is Catholic or Selma is Catholic. I'm guessing Disco Stew is Catholic because I'm pretty sure Patty and Selma are Presbyterian or Presbyterian Lutheranism. Presbyterian Lutheranism. Presbyterian Yeah. Um, and then, and then that. Yeah. This is the moment. I don't know. It happens like probably five, four, four, four minutes from the end. Right before I have, I have a clip that is basically the last, the entire last scene of the episode. It's like two and a half minutes long. It's a long clip, but before that, right before that, right before it, right prior, we have a scene where Marge is going to go to the bathroom. Uh, she goes to open the door, and then realizes that someone's in there, and that the person in there is Veronica, and then realize, and then sees that the toilet seat is up, and. Oh no! And thinks, "Oh no, Veronica is actually a guy." And then, just I guess, to make sure that we are not confused, there is a scene, or a not a scene, a a, a a short bit of this scene where Veronica is shaving her face, his face. I think it's I. We're this is a huge I. We're yeah, gonna, this, this is going to be a rough one. This is going to be bad. I would say his. His, I think, that's what I think. I think his face, uh, shaving his face, singing, dude looks like a lady. And then Marge goes, Marge backs, she's she's like shocked at first, and closes, try, closes the door surreptitiously, and then says uh, something along the lines of, oh man, Patty is going to have, a, she's going to have a, a shock of a life when she finds out because it was real earlier they've never had sex they're saving it for marriage 
<sighs> okay. And you, mm-hmm. earlier on, you hear that, you're like, that's a little weird. Why would they? Why? They're not. That's generally a religious issue. That's re- generally why people save it for after marriage is because of the religion. And they're, no, we're Generally, not, but not gen- always the case. So, you know, it's believable, mm-hmm. I would say. Millie Matt. Hey, there are some people who are weird like that. Yeah, you're... You, you, okay. Um, okay. After that scene, where we see Marge discover this this discover this fact, I'm going to play this clip, Matt, and then we can talk about it for like probably 45 minutes, because that's how long... Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So, because this is the end of the episode. Um, Marge discovers that, says nothing, we cut directly to the wedding, where she is attended... And, and Patty Caesar, and they're happy about that. And then we have the wedding, we have uh, a big reveal, and we have the wrap up. And this is all of it. It's a long clip, but I felt it was necessary to play pretty much all of it. Queerly beloved, we're here to join Veronica and Patty in matrimony. But the news isn't all good. They've written their own vows. Patty? Veronica, in you I have found a soulmate. You are the perfect woman for me. Truthful, honest, hiding nothing. At last, I have found the yin to my yin. If anyone knows the reason why these two should not be joined, let them speak now or forever hold their peace. No, I can't let this happen. I know it. You think everyone in the world should have a big dumb man like you. People, please, can we wrap this up? It's going to rain and I got to get the bikes in here. Patty, it's not what you think. Veronica is a man. Look at the size of that Adam's apple. Veronica, how could you? Patty, I love you. But long before we met, I disguised myself as a woman and lied my way onto the LPGA tour. I can see why you lied to other golfers, caddies, fans, and officials. But how could you lie to me? And the sponsors. Because you fell in love with me as a woman, and I didn't want to lose you. But now I'm asking you, not as Veronica, but as the man I am, Leslie Robin Swisher. Patty, will you marry the real me? (sighs) Hell no. I like girls. accepting me for who I am. Well, I've learned a lesson. Just because you're a lesbian, it doesn't make you less of a being. Patty, I admire your decision. It takes courage to follow your heart and walk out in a non-refundable wedding ceremony. So I'm going to waive the rose petal removal fee and prorate the cake handling surcharge. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, that's the end of Dad's wedding business. Why? Hey, twisted sister. You still have that jigsaw puzzle? There never was a jigsaw puzzle. I was trying to make you jealous. Hey, want to go to the airport and leave a bag unattended? It is a good way to meet security personnel. Let's go. Who boy. So, Robbie. Who boy. My here, my my final here. Before you. Okay. My final note. I added to Matt got to this episode first, so he wrote all the notes uh, for the, the rundown. And I just added. In capital letters, after this last scene, this is a problem. This is, I mean, this is not Marge raping Homer bad, but ooh, does it? No, it's not that bad. It's not, 
It's not as bad as sexual assault on your husband. It is not as bad as Homer framing Marge for a DUI. But it is. It's just trading one one problem for another. It makes yeah. it. It does. God, it's so bad. <laughs> and then, like I said, up until this point. I was okay with this episode because it's not great, but it's not egregious in its its horribleness. It's at this point you're playing into a horrible, horrible trope of of same sex relationships uh, and, and people pretending to be the opposite sex, and and it's it's awful for trans people, especially. I just and I understand why they did it. But it's a do terrible you? reason. You, yes, what, because what, they were why? like, how do we make this, how do we give Marge something to do that endears her to Patty and shows Patty that she accepts her lifestyle, but also allows us to maintain the status quo and that Patty is not married? There were so many other ways to go about this <laughs> that I don't think the number exists. It's an irrational number. It doesn't <laughs> I I just I why? that's well that's that's the thing that's what I come to is like I understand mechanically why yeah like yes it does those two things where it satisfies this plot and it satisfies the need to show to get back to the status quo the problem is like why one we've just watched an episode that didn't bother getting back to the status quo at the end so why, who cares at this point they don't care uh say at the end of the episode oh yeah we uh we got divorced sure. Yeah, like cuts. It could be a quick cut six months later where Patty's like, "Oh, she snores." <laughs> I can't. That would have been a great joke. I would have loved that. <laughs> she snores. We got divorced. Uh, I can't. I can't deal with it. It's like that. That's all I gotta do. But I mean, uh, you could have had more jokes about gay divorce. It's fine. Yeah. Um. You could have had a joke about someone's like, "Well, we're four to one. You have three more to catch up to me," kind of thing. So many good jokes. There's so many. It's so easy. Um, but instead they, they trade for, I, I don't like they trade. Oh yeah. Gay marriage is fine. And I accept your lifestyle. And then they trade it for this. It's just, it, it raises so many questions about, well, so Leslie is the main I, 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 like you said, I think I assume that this is a, a someone who identifies as male, identifies as a man, pretending to be a woman. Right. I don't know why. <laughs> Just really likes to golf. Is that? Well, what it... I, I think the underlying assumption is that oh, he is a man, so he will be better at golf uh, than uh, your average woman on the LPGA tour. So he joins the LPGA tour to win more which uh so it's i like, don't think it's true so it's juana I, juana man basically yes but for golf okay uh i'm glad that you got my juana man reference man because i didn't want to i mean it's it, it's basically uh i i don't want to reference the crying game because there are a lot of other issues with that uh particular movie <laughs> uh but juana man is basically when you have a man going uh, I don't want to say undercover, but pretending to be uh, a, a woman to in sports. Juana Man is the go-to reference. So if you're familiar with sports at all, you should at least get that. Okay. I just, it's like, but then it's just like all these things you're like, 
okay, in what world does this happen? And, like, not even getting to the fact of how problematic this is, how many terrible stereotypes it perpetuates. <laughs> like, <sighs> like, like, even just on a mechanical level, you're like, okay, so there is a man pretending to be a woman so that he can be on the LPGA tour. And then all these things happen where he meets Patty, falls in love with her, knows she's a lesbian, and and what did he think was going to happen once they got married and they and they were going to have sex? I, I I don't know. Maybe he expected the whole thing where he's like, oh, you know, obviously uh, I'm I'm a man, but I still love you, and we're already married, and that she would go along with it. But if you're getting married to somebody. You should know them better than that. You should know that Patty would never have been okay I, with that. I mean, it's the, here the, the, the problem with all this, man. All the problem with all of this is it is perpetuating this this trope of oh, people are hiding their their sex from from they're hiding their sexual identity, they're hiding their sex from someone. And I apologize, by the way. I'm just my dis- a blanket disclaimer. I apologize if I get if I say if I may speak at any point about any of this. Oh, same, same. I am. I'm trying my best. I really am. I apologize beforehand, but it that it doesn't happen. Like, like it. Like, there's all these. I, I don't. I really don't want to have like a 30 minute discussion about you know uh, all of this and cultural impact Gender and all politics and yeah. sports and you know, terrible entertainment tropes it, about sexuality. Yeah, like there's so much of it, and so much in culture, not just entertainment. Um, I like because I. Cause I one, I don't think I'm, I'm not the best person to, I know I am, you know, I have a, I know enough to know that it's dishonest and it's uh, harmful. Uh, but that's what this perpetuates. That's what this, and if anyone out there listening thinks that this has any bearing, in fact, I would suggest you probably do some research and uh, find out why it's so harmful, why it perpetuates um, these harmful stereotypes that aren't true and like this is like a movie this is like what would happen in a movie from like 1984 like that's what this i don't know robbie i think i think a movie like this could have uh, happened all the way up to the mid 90s <laughs> okay i guess juana man does happen but i feel like juana man actually handles this issue better than this does well yes they, <laughs> they have a whole two hours robbie they don't have 22 <laughs> i guess it's it's still not good but it's better um it's just there are so like and here's the other thing, Matt. Like, why? I have a very simple question for you. Like, why not just let Patty get married to our lady and let that be the future? Like, let that happen. I think if they were to do this episode today, that's what would have happened. Or if they had made this episode in the past five years, because they have obviously been growing slightly more comfortable. Uh, with the idea of gay characters. I mean, Mr. Largo is canonically gay now. Smithers is. And I, I think having Patty marry someone now, I think that back in, God, 2005, that wasn't that long ago, they were trying to be less offensive to the conservative parts of the country uh, and, and having one of their characters actually be married and rubbing it in their faces, uh, you know, in Texas, as it were, uh, would have been tough for... Uh, the writers and producers to go along with i i don't know Matt. it's just it makes it so much simpler when you're just like life is simpler when you just say hey i don't care what other people do when they don't hurt me 
I mean, plot-wise, my worry, they just have her marry the Matt. If Veronica is just a lady who is a pro golfer, and they get married, and then for the rest of the time, Patty, whenever she appears, she has a wife with her. Where they or, have, or uh, Veronica is a woman who's on the LPGA tour and is gone a lot. And they don't mention her if you really want to be that jerky about it, but or, still. Like, I mean, they do that with comic book guy. <laughs> They're exactly. Just, Several just... times now he's been in episodes that don't even mention his wife. His wife's it's not that hard. His wife's just not around. Um, like, we don't want to have to write any anything for her, so she's just yeah. gone for some reason. Like, it's the same thing. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily like that either, but again, you could just have it where they have a gay marriage and everyone's cool with it. And there isn't a big conflict at the end, and Marge is just accepting. But they had to have this weird reveal. Or, oh no, it's really a man. And this man thinks that he could somehow marry a lesbian and everything would be cool. And you're like, no, it wouldn't. I don't think that happens. I don't. I think you just made all this up, Simpsons, to have this conflict, and you perpetuated a lot of harmful stereotypes and tropes that hurt people. And hurt, uh, hurt our culture. Uh, and I, honestly, Matt, up until here, I, I'm not going to say this episode. I thought this episode was genuinely, I'm going to say this episode was genuinely good up until, yeah, that, up until that point. <laughs> yes. That's what I was saying when we first started talking about this is I like the structure of this episode. You have Bart and Milhouse do something bad. The world responds. Springfield has to start doing something. And like by the end of the first act, we get to, okay, they've legalized same-sex marriage. That leads so smoothly into Patty coming out to Marge and wanting to get married. And then you have a very a Marge-focused, perfect character moment of, oh, you know, Marge is is a, a wonderful, caring person, but she has some prejudices uh, that come from her life in some way. And now we're going to have her examine those and it would be beautiful but then what the hell <sighs> sorry it, it again it's it's it this it, it's self-inflicted too that's the thing no one told the simpsons hey you have to make this episode like this they mm. chose to do it this way and you're like well i i i don't know if it was just oh in 2005 we don't think about the issues we didn't think about the issues like that or 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 we thought oh it's this is isn't it funny that like they genuinely thought oh it's funny that this there's a dude and he's hiding the fact that he's like that which is a, kind of a bummer because there's been other transphobic jokes um over the yeah. past year or two and i i want to think the best of them i want to think that they're tr they're they're trying to subvert those things and they're and like clear, the rest of this episode i i don't think ever goes that like feels like most like it is trying to say no same-sex marriage is completely fine and you know it has some homophobic jokes those are they're kind of tame they're mostly just like you know some gay stereotypes like the lesbian golfer and the way they have that the 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 commercial with the gayo song and people dancing prancing through that you're like okay um they're tame this is not tame this is as bold as you get and they yep. did it to themselves. And you're like, you're so close. Come on, guys. You you, you, you were so close. Uh, uh. 
I'm glad that all because they wanted the status quo. I, I guess I'm I'm kind of glad that I didn't remember how this ended because I was genuinely having a really good time with this episode. And then like the air just got sucked out of the room. Um, we'll rank it at the end of the show. Oh, Robbie, is this episode broken? Yeah, yeah, it is. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. I mean, we just went over it. We already went over We just said how to fix it. It's easy. Yeah. It's so easy. Because up into it's that so point. It's so easy there would have been less work and more time for jokes. It would have been a, it would have been a easy. It's an, a layup where you just have Marge go to the wedding. And she just doesn't do anything. She's just there and supportive. And then you have jokes about you could cut and, you and like, write, uh, a tear jerking speech for Marge to say about how much she loves her sister and wants to see her happy at the like, reception. That's all you have. They could have a, a speech from Marge. They could even cut to the future. And we see that Patty is now she's like, oh, I'm married and it's miserable, but I love her. It's that, you know, it's that kind of like they could have the same kind of relationship that Marge and Homer have. And 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 may, I, I here this is. Oh, this is such a good idea, Matt. It makes me so upset that it's not in this episode. Where you have they cut six months later, and Patty and her wife, they're over. And let's say and, and Veronica and Marge, they're both in the kitchen, uh, cooking or talking or doing or whatever. Or they go to get drinks for and Homer and Patty. And Homer and Patty both have they're both they both they commiserate have being married and how they can't I just want to be a little messy, and she made fun, and she got a, she nagged me about it. And Homer's like, I hear that, or something. Like, you can have the two people that don't like each other commiserate with their shared... Ah, it's right there. Okay. Okay. That's all I gotta do. Yeah. Makes it's up. really simple, and it's something they could have done. Makes up, makes up so, like, 10,000 times better. Like, I cannot, I cannot overstate. We cannot overstate how badly the last three minutes of this episode destroy it <laughs> yeah because <laughs> like i said this episode probably would have gone in the top half of our episodes because it's I, not great but it's a pretty good episode i would have i don't know i don't want to say oh i would have gone here if the ending wasn't the so terrible but i i i think this episode up until that point has lots of has lots of funny stuff it, it is genuinely seems supportive of, of what was then a very controversial I and mean, still controversial to a certain extent, but a more controversial issue at the time. <sighs> just makes me go, ah, come on, guys. You're so close. You almost got there. Okay. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I look at the new homers.net form and see what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debut, what they thought of it largely um overwhelmingly positive i guess they didn't have the problems we did no it like i i like i was kind of mentioning at the beginning that where like it people didn't think about that stuff in 2005 it was just a punchline yeah and was for a very long time even for shows like the simpsons which we are retrospectively considered relatively progressive it was just a punchline oh it's funny that he's pretending to be a lady I think the Simpsons' progressive credentials died sometime around 1998. Oh yeah, I'm no, I'm, I'm just I. They stopped that for that's the thing. Yeah, they 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 went to they pivoted to the center, whatever that means. What that what it means is not picking, not taking. Like I don't know. I I think this episode largely is 
for same-sex marriage. It's just the people who are dumb enough to be against same-sex marriage maybe don't recognize it. Yeah, that's what that's I would. True. That's what I would say. Forty one percent gave this a five out of five. An additional thirty two percent gave this a four out of five. So you know that's over seventy percent. Four or five out of five, and then the rest is small. Thirteen, six, and six for three, two, and one. Um, so reviews very well done. Homer's jerk ass side reader. It's ugly face, but it was handled okay. I like some of his one liners at Patty too. Nice to see some continuity with some of four getting some of getting four marriages. Um, also liked how they tied it up. Still left it so it wasn't like the whole thing never happened like every other episode. Still lesbian, but she's just not married. I'm okay with that. Anywho, five out of five. Great episode compared to last week. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean we've been over our disagreement with that. Like, I mean it's... I'm just thinking about last week. Is this? Oh God, yeah, that's true. Uh, we're gonna have to hash that out. So next review. Considering all the controversy, I expect this episode to fall short of my usual standards, but it still made it. The story was what sold me. It flowed nicely. Didn't waste too much time being bogged down in Homer centricity. Since he got a new job here, it would have been easy for them to do that. Even though I knew that it'd be Patty who came out, they still executed the scene well. Homer was g- humor was good. Plenty of satire, including Lovejoy scenes and Homer ceremonies. Um, plus the fox zing only joke that really fell flat was homer's fantasy about marrying himself plot twist was a nice touch and the ending felt natural and not rushed at all especially like bart and lisa's meta reference bit at the end looks like the end of dad's days as minister why there's a lot of that there's a lot again i mentioned a lot of meta references and all like good satirical episode and satire being the main building block of the show it's good to see this one strong 4.5 out of 5 uh finally I think if I find something really bad about an episode, I dismiss everything that was even remotely good about it. Maybe a three out of five is better. So I was just shorn it in. The patty plot was handled very poorly. And at least the interesting idea was unrealistic. There were, but there were funny jokes. And before Patty came into the picture, it was pretty good. It had its hardly awful points, but it had good points too. To a point five out of five. Hmm. I, I And even Matt, I think even the people who didn't like this episode, from what I could tell, disliked it for different reasons than we did. Hey, that's fair. Mm, I would say no, it's not fair. I would say... Okay, it's not fair, but... I would say that... Okay. Uh, that's it for that. I could have pulled a bunch. There's so many positive reviews, Matt. There's so many of them. I really... I just try and find bad ones. You know? I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was, I was digging. Couldn't find much. Um, I did find some people who agreed with us, but they weren't didn't really codify their reviews, really, so I didn't want to... I didn't pull them. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week. So what is your favorite Skinner episode? Lots of, lots of, lots, I mean, I don't know. The, the answers were too varied, but people's reasonings were varied. Skinner has not had a lot of episodes, so it feels like there are, you know, three or four that really stick out. I mean, that's fine. I'm. That's what I expected, honestly. That's okay. You're allowed to have answers to other people. That's fine. That's true. Matt, take it away. All right. Uh, first up is from Lauren. Uh, my favorite Skinner episode is Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song. In this episode, you see more of Skinner's personality. Instead of him just being a mama's boy, he becomes more three-dimensional. Plus, I love the friendship that develops between Skinner and Bart. Uh, from Alex, The Road to Cincinnati, slash S. Uh, my real answer is The Boy Who Knew Too Much. We get a lot of the classic Skinner lines, memes, and it's a damn good episode. Uh, for Matthew, accepting it's not the best, my favorite is Skinner's Sense of Snow. For some reason, it makes me laugh, especially the bit with Skinner in the DVD. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering. The DVD's on fire. <laughs> uh, from Benjamin, the PTA disbands. He didn't sweep the Princey Awards, but he does have some of his best lines in this one. 
uh, from Derek. Grade School Confidential. It can only work as an episode in Season 8. Having had Skinner episodes peppered across the previous seven seasons, this one feels as though it was built towards. The Skinner end-up pairing is inspired and seems so natural. It's a really sweet episode, really quotable. Just a shame the writers were totally botched the relationship going forward, but at least we'll always have this one. Very true. Uh, from Tim, the boy who knew too much shows Skinner at his best when he doggedly pursues Bart for missing school, even chewing his discarded gum to confirm identity, then later when he plays the straight man to Homer while they are sequestered during Freddy Krumby's trial. Uh, for Matt, I think Bart's comment has a good amount of Skinner and shows off how mundane he can be when he's normally alone. You never found anything? Once. Well, by the time I got to a phone, my discovery had already been reported by Principal Kohotek. I got back at him, though. Him and that little boy of his. Ooh. What is uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt. Matt, here, wait, wait. Good job. You're a good. You do a very good Skinner. I should say. Okay, thank you. Uh, for Matt, Energy Turtle, Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song. Uh, you thought I was going to say Skinner's sense of snow, didn't you? I just love how Skinner was brought down to earth in this episode, and how Bart came to see him as a person, not just an authority figure. For Matt, our good friend uh, the, at the Andrew blog, as controversial as it is, I still have to go with the principal and the pauper, if only because it adds a layer of sweetness and depth to Seymour's relationship with Agnes that we haven't really seen before or since, and we also get to see how much Skinner means to this town. Very true. That's not one I would have uh, considered, honestly. It didn't even come up, but yeah. Uh, from at the board gamer, can I be bold and save the road to Cincinnati? Maybe because it's very recent in mind, but it adds a lot of depth to the character and to Chalmers. That's true. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think we hated that episode. If you want to go see what we thought of it, feel free to uh, you know uh, check our new episode review. Uh, also, Skinner's sense of snow for the nibble through my ball sack joke. Sorry. Uh, from Matt Mariah Banta, uh, Grade School Confidential. Crack up so hard at the look on Bart's face when you see Skinner and Krabappel kissing. True. Uh, at Hippie 200, Grade School Confidential. It's nice to see a soft, emotional, and relaxed side to Skinner, who is usually so uptight. Also, the sex cauldron joke. Very true. <laughs> sex cauldron? I thought they shut that place down. Robbie, what's your answer? Um, I, I don't... Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song. It's not, <laughs> not very controversial, but the Bart Skinner relationship really, I don't know, really, I don't know, having that just genuine, like, of Skinner just being, like, kind of being so vulnerable, where he's just a dude, he has no authority anymore over Bart, and Bart now suddenly doesn't have that antagonism because of that lack of authority, it is just, Skinner's just like, hey, hey, I'm a guy now, just a really boring dude. <laughs> I'm not yeah, a really, principal anymore. Really cool. uh, Matt, what's your answer? Uh, my answer is actually The Boy Who Knew Too Much. Uh, I really like that episode for the relationship between Bart and Skinner. Um, obviously, it's earlier on, so we don't get the same type of antagonism or the uh, relatableness to Skinner that we do with Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song. Uh, but I just really enjoy Skinner's uh, jokes about not knowing the children and the lengths he will go to to support authority. Next week's question was your favorite Patty or Selma episode. Have them both. Have them both. So you can pick one or the other. Or one where they're in. I mean, they're both in each other's episodes, largely, too. That's not necessarily featured prominently, but I have a. I think I already know Matt's answer. Oh, do you now? I think so. But we'll see. Okay. Let's see if I'm right. Um. I'll post this question on our Twitter. It's at Simpsons Show Pod. You can email us at Simpsons Show Pod at gmail.com. And I was posted on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. Uh, you, I post it publicly there, so you don't have to support us to answer if you don't want to. Though we do love the people who support us. That's true. They get new episode reviews and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Or just me and Matt yelling at each other. Yeah, that too. About, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, was have there really been any contentious Simpsons Cinema episodes? 
I don't think so. There have been a few where you have not understood my intense uh, boredom with them. But I think it. I understood it, man. I just think you maybe should like deal with being bored once in a while. It's okay. That's fair. It's okay to be bored. It's okay. That's all right. That's a, like all a luxury. Right. You know, once in all, when I'm bored, I remember like, you know, it's a pretty good, I'm in a pretty good situation in life if I have the luxury of being bored. True. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard. And try and stump the other. We are... Da, 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 just check my memory. We are tied 13-13 so far. There's something about marrying... You ready for an easy question, Matt? Ready. Grandpa falls in love with who in Lady Bouvier's Lover? Uh, that would be Marge's mother. What's your name, Matt? Oh, uh, 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 okay, hold on. I'm drawing a blank. Give me a second. Uh, I can just hear him screaming, Mrs. Bouvier! Uh, how do I not know her first name? I don't know, Matt. Uh. Come on, you can do it. I really can. It is, it is not coming to me at all. I need her name, Matt. Mrs. Bouvier is not going to uh, do it. Uh, 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 I don't know how you don't know this. I don't know why. And as soon as you say it, my brain is going to explode. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Jacqueline Bouvier. Oh, my God. Finally, God. Matt. Ooh. Dear God. How? I don't know, Robbie. Sergeant, I don't know. My Sergeant brain doesn't Fatso work. Sergeant Judson. You remember that? You don't remember Jackie Bouvier? And you know what? You know what brought, got it back to me. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Jackie O uh, or Jackie Bouvier." Her, it's literally uh, Jackie O's maiden name. I'm not a smart man, Robbie. We know this. That's not true. What Matt? You're one of the smartest people I know. What's my easy question? Oof, you need some better friends. Uh, your first question: What does Homer forego buying to buy Lisa her saxophone in Lisa's sax? An air conditioner. You're correct. But I don't know if we ever if we touched upon this in that episode, Matt. But like a wall shaking air conditioner costs like fifty bucks. So I mean, that sax yeah. is a very bad saxophone. <laughs> fifty dollars saxophone. Not that air conditioners are not cheap. It's that instruments are very expensive. Yeah, like a good, like not even a good, a decent saxophone is going to cost way more than that. It's like four hundred, five hundred bucks for a decent one. Thousands for a really good one. Yeah. So I can't. It's a bad. Maybe Lisa's just really. Maybe it's a. Maybe. Uh, that's it's a used saxophone, maybe. And even though it, it, used instruments pretty much like they retain value pretty well. So I okay. Um, your medium question, Matt. Troy McClure sells products on what shopping network in Lady Bouvier's Lover? Well, I'm not going to waste your time. I have no idea. IBN, the Impulse Buying Network. Ah, uh, yes, of course, the Impulse Buying. All right, your medium question. What famous actor is Dr. Hibbert stylized after in Lisa's sex? What famous actor Dr. Hibbert is stylized after? Um, man, now I'm just thinking about all the different Hibberts over the years, that all the flashback Hibberts, and it's always a different hairstyle. And it now is. I'm not sure which one is in Lisa's sex. I don't even remember why he's in Lisa's sex. Why is he in Lisa's sex? Honestly, I don't remember either. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did someone get hurt? Or did Lisa... That they go to, is that one where that's not where they do, do her fingers? That's not her little stubby fingers thing. No. Yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Mr. T. 
Oh, that's the Mr. T. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do I get a hard question? No. You get a super hard question. Oh, no. Probably. Yeah, it's hard. Um, Where does Jackie Bouvier live? Uh, Is that Spinster City Apartments? No, that's where Patty and Selma live. Uh, I'm going to go with that because I have no idea anything else. It's the Hal Roach Apartments. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, in the heart of the cemetery district. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's so terrible. All right. Give me a hard question. Your hard question. This is really hard because uh, I didn't know it. Uh, what is the name of the preschool Homer and Marge try to get Lisa into? Oh, man. I remember the. I remember Maggie's preschool. Because mm-hmm. that one's so easy to remember. I ran school for tots. Um, yep. The school... This is the same episode? Lisa Sex? Yes. I don't know. I have no idea. Professor Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters. <laughs> that's that's good. Uh, it is Miss Tillingham's School for Snotty Girls and Mama's Boys. Oh my god. I know, right? That's no, I don't... I mean, you, you could just make that up, Matt, and I wouldn't know. Uh, uh-huh. So I don't know the answer. Uh, it's a good thing you remember Jackie, Matt. Yeah, right? Otherwise, you would have gotten one up on me. Oh, we're still tied 14-14 because we're both just mean to each other all the time. These impossible <laughs> questions. Although, I don't know, Matt. I've, I have partaken in normal Simpsons trivia. Like, normal person Simpsons trivia mm-hmm. at, like, bar calls or whatever. And uh, I'm I'm a master at that. I'm in, well, I'm, yeah, because I'm, they ask the easy questions. I mean, some of them are like, I would say some of them branch up into medium territory for us but they never get as hard as ours as ours that's true ever um that's it for trivia today we can move on to our final segment somewhere every single episode it's time for best episode ever best episode ever best episode ever is the part show where matt and i rank the episodes categories we watch them chronologically eventually compiling list of every episode ever and how good they are oh matt why why i know why why do we have struggles like this? Because how do I judge this episode? How do we judge? How do we rank this? Where up until the last four minutes, it's a pretty good episode. It is focused. It, it has good jokes. It is, has good character. It has everything we want in a Simpsons episode. It's not perfect, but it's solid. And then... It has something in it that is just disastrous. Just uh-huh. it is just calamitous. It is a it is a catastrophe. I I cannot understate how bad this that those last four minutes of this episode are. It, it I it I don't know what to do with that. Like I cannot in like with good conscience I cannot rank this episode very high because i i enjoyed a, a good portion of it but then it it like it it feels like it feels like i'm watching this episode and and it we're cruising along on the highway and everything the car is running smooth and then the car is the, the road ends suddenly and there's a cliff and i am driving the car and i'm like oh no there's a cliff ahead i'm gonna dive out of the car i don't have time to stop but then I dive out of the car, and I then I realize that I am chained to the car, and the car heads off the cliff and 
pulls me along with it. There is no escape from it. I can't just segment off the good part of this episode. Um, but I don't know how to weigh it. I don't know how to to grade that curve. Um, it makes me upset, Matt. So I want to like punish the episode. You know, I want to put it really low just to like uh-huh. make myself feel better. But I don't know if I don't know because <sighs> I never want to watch this again. It's terrible. The ending is yep. just terrible. Um, it as an episode though, it's not as bad as some of these worst ones. But that ending is as is almost like you said the fact the very fact that that ending is the only two things that we can name that are worse are Marge sexually assaulting strong arm strong arms of the mall and Codependence Day, which are our two bottom episodes. They're the worst episodes on our list. Now I don't think the rest of this episode is nearly as bad as those episodes are because those episodes have lots of problems aside from just the general wrongheadedness of them. But it's still episode still really bad just because of that ending. There's other there's other criticisms I have of this episode, nitpicky stuff in some cases. Some of it is just like, oh, the stereotypical gay jokes. But uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's just like, what do you do when one thing makes this episode so incredibly bad? And I don't know. I, I think it obviously doesn't belong in our like bottom thirty or forty because those are just awful, mm-hmm. awful episodes. You sure, Matt? I'm pretty sure. Uh, because I just... It's dumb, and it is a little offensive. Uh, <laughs> it's not a little, Matt. That ending... Yeah. Oh, it's not a little. That is not a little. It's it's had one recently that was, that was good up until the very end. Which one was that? And it just... The, the end was just Matt, you're the worst. Gonna, you're gonna have to be more specific than I that. I know, I know. Um, I mean, I, like, I, what, on top of my head, episodes that are similar to this, in that it suddenly, it went off a cliff, uh, was the Max Power episode. Yeah. Where the first two acts are great, and the third act is miserable. Um, we ranked that episode kind of, I don't know, where is the, okay, one, what's the name of the Max Power episode again? I have no idea. Because <laughs> it's not Maximum Homer Drive. That's the trucker episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Homer to the Max is one here. The thing we always forget. The name of the Max Power is Homer to the Max. So that's number one. We figured Homer to the Max is number 169 on the list. However, the third act of Homer to the Max is not nearly as disastrous as this last four minutes of this episode. Yeah. Because Homer the Max is just, it just stops making sense. It's not yeah, openly. What number in is Homer to the Max? One, 169. So okay. relatively so yeah, relatively high. I don't, I'm not putting this anywhere near that. I don't care how, no, I, I don't care. I was, I was looking at our bottom ones and thinking like, all right, which one of these has any good qualities? And I, I've made it up to <laughs> like 287. And our bottom is 324, and I'm like, everything below that, there is nothing at all good about any of them. So I think we can safely say it's better than most of those. I, I You say that, Matt? I think Salisaur Galactica is better than this episode. Yeah, like, that's I'm, true. I'm looking, looking, at these, looking at these episodes, I think Salisaur Galactica is better. With the elves and, and the Furious D, like all of that, I think is better. Sure, it's nonsensical, but... 
there's also, hey, Matt, there's also a giant fish man in this episode. That's right. I forgot about the fish man. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm also, well, it's funny you mentioned that episode because right below that is Weekend at Birdsies, which is uh, the cannabis episode. And it also takes a uh, uh, a complex-ish topic uh, and just totally screws it up. So I think we're in good territory. I think we've finally narrowed down. <laughs> Okay, um, I'll say it's better than Helter Shelter. Okay, I would agree with that. Better than Helter Shelter. I was going to say it's it's probably worse than Homer vs. Dignity, uh, because at least at its heart, Homer vs. Dignity has the right idea of a terrible execution, which is similar to this one. <laughs> I think it's better than Barting Over. Um, I don't know if it's better than Homer... <sighs> better than Homer vs. Dignity, you say, or worse? Worse. Worse than Homer's Dignity. Mm. Homer's Dignity is really bad, too, Matt. Um, I can't... Just look at this list of atrocities that were that was in front of us. Like, every episode has a thing that I'm just like, oh my god, why? <laughs> why is that in a Simpsons episode? Um, I think this is better... I'm gonna say this is better than Homer's Dignity. As a whole, really? I think so. I think Homer's first dignity is not as is is I I by a hair. I'm gonna say this <laughs> is better than Homer's first dignity. Large, on the strength of the first 16 minutes of the episode, fair. And then the worst of this is probably I'll say the worst of this episode is worse than Homer's dignity, but the best of this episode is better than Homer's dignity. So I, as an average, I'm going to say it's right there. It's right above Home Reverse Dignity, right below being Weekend at Burns's. All right. Sounds good. It's like that. That is some hard math. It is because it's it's all about no one's done this but us. There's yeah. this is new ground every time. Other people have ranked all the Simpsons episodes. OK, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. That's just me making a joke. So, OK, that is a new number 295 on our list. Right below Weekend at Birdsies, right above Homer vs. Dignity. First place in the list is No Homer's Enemy. Last place is still Codependence Day, number 325. I'm fixing the spreadsheet. It's very important. Our next episode. On a clear day, I can't see my sister. I know I've seen this, but I have no idea what it is. Lisa gets a restraining order against Bart. Right. 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 With our favorite character, Judge Constance Harm. Uh, excuse me and if you matt would say this sounds a lot like the episode where bart and lisa got a, a restraining order against their own parents mm -hmm. you'd be right it's the exact same plot oh how about that, that took that, i think that's it was two seasons ago they just did the same plot now with bart and lisa um there's even the same like poking stick and their bart lisa torments bart with it um side side subplot homer is greeted as a is hired as a greeter for sprawl mart cool okay yep uh i can't wait for <clears throat> this episode received extremely negative reviews for poor characterization can't wait awesome yep favorite love it that'll be next time uh <laughs> it's next time if you want to watch along with us after i just read uh about how if i said how i've said a terrible characterization however matt we're not done yet oh but can't we be nope we're not done there's one final thing we have to do we have to decide this if we should shoot this episode out of the cannon the cannon the cannon the cannon the cannon, the cannon. 
Um, like it's, I'm so conflicted. I know because, uh, I I want this to be canon because it's it's the Patty coming out episode where we finally get confirmation. But but I don't want this to have happened in the Simpsons universe <laughs> and to the Simpsons family. No, that's where I'm at too. I'm gonna say Matt here. We use we've done this before. Uh, we did it uh, with Codependence Day, which is our last place episode, but is, in a, is a yes in the canon. It's in the canon. Right. It's a punishment canon. This is <laughs> where this okay, is. This okay. is where. So we're one going to acknowledge that, yes, it's a great thing that Patty came out uh, and that we had uh, an episode about uh, about the issues surrounding same sex marriage and how it's a good thing and we should let it happen. Um but also as a reminder and a punishment towards the Simpsons writers for including such a terrible uh, reveal at the end of an episode. I like it. So it's both of those things. It can be both. You know, we humans, humanity is complicated and you are allowed to have, you're allowed to feel about, feel complicated feelings about something you love. You know, you're allowed to both acknowledge that you love it and appreciate it and also hate it and want it to die. Which is my feelings about The Simpsons now after podcasting about it for six years. <laughs> and that's okay. It has to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It has to be. Uh, so, no, we don't, we, we, however, we do get to go to the top of the list, work our way down as we're, we're working through all these episodes. And then the, the, where we're at is Lisa the Vegetarian at number 31 on our list. Of course, yes. Of course, yes, easily. Of course. of course, and it's it's important, largely like it as a, that is one of the the famously changes to the status quo over the years. So of course that's important. Um, but it's also a good ep- a very good episode and talks about you know uh, about choices, about beliefs, and also about not necessarily ostracizing family and friends, um, or you know turning into a monster because you. Although I don't know, every day Matt, Lisa the vegetarian, I'm like, no, Lisa's probably right. These people are terrible. Just to get them out of the out of her life forever. Smart. Not over. I wouldn't. Maybe vegetarianism isn't the line in the sand, but you know, it's more the general issues of like, oh, they believe something, and you're like, oh, there's no changing them. They're just terrible. <laughs> I unfortunately, Lisa's eight. She can't really cut them out of her life yet. Yeah, that's true. Ten more years, <laughs> she'll be at Yale. <laughs> it won't matter. Yeah. Oh god. The yellness. The yellness. Um, that'll do it for uh, that. We can wrap up the show before we go. You can find uh, everything on our website. It's simpsonshow.com. Links to there, to our Twitter, to our city, link to our Patreon. If you want to help us out, help pay uh, for hosting, help cover the cost of the show. We really appreciate you. Appreciate everyone who does support us there. Um, you can find me online on Twitter. At Robbie Dorman, and my website is robbydorman.com, which has so much stuff on there. It has links to every single podcast I do, links to purchase my horror novels, all of them, all six of them. My newest one is Splatterfest. It's a slasher mystery whodunit set at a horror film convention where the celebrity guests are being picked off one by one. Great for fans of Scream and or any slasher whodunits in general. You can also subscribe to my newsletter there. Where I mail out once a month, keep up to date with all my projects. You get a free exclusive short story, and soon you get a free exclusive novel there as well. So subscribe. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That is true. Uh, I spend all my days and nights playing with kittens. Now it's it's all I do anymore. 
Uh, if you want to see said kittens, feel free to check out the Instagram account Kitten Turns, K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S, to see the best pictures of kittens in ties you will ever see in your life. They're pretty good. I'm not going to make any qualitative statements about the best, but they are very good pictures. That's true. Also, we have the best managers uh, for the uh, the interns. Isn't that just you? No, that's Inez, their mom. She is super, oh, super Oh, I see. Sweet. I see. I get it. Um, we have a new buddy. We have, a, we have our own kitten turn here. Her name oh, is... Oh, really? Her, well, name we'll is, to... her name is Turkey. Turkey. We had one last year named Pilgrim, who was very cute. Turkey is a good cat. She's very... We're doing clicker training. Ooh. And she's she goes... She knows up and down until she gets tired of it. Then she just is, looks, stares at you wanting you to give her the rest of the food without doing tricks. Aww. <laughs> um, that'll do it for us today. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching this episode. Shh.